what you do in a B-movie. The end is a little bit ridiculous. I was unsurprised to see that. And it's sweet! Oh my gosh, you guys need to go watch it. It's so good. It's so good. I want to watch it again. travelers and welcome once again to the before and after show as always i'm your co-host mj smith and i'm your other co-host Corey tyndall Corey, what's up we are recording on not our normal day no we are not <laughs> yep and uh so if it feels a little weird we're not in our comfort zone no everything is shifted by a day yep. because we had fourth of july this past weekend and it was on a monday and i actually drove back like five hours today so if I say anything crazy, just attribute it to that. Yep. Yeah, you've got to be tired. A little bit. Yep. But I'm here because I love podcasting. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 talking movies. Yep. Uh, so this is an in-between show. We're not talking any uh, specific movie this week. Um, yeah. But, I, I mean, the, the first part of it, we're going to uh, keep on keeping on with our normal format. And yeah. then uh, we've got... Some big, big news to talk about in regards to the show. Yeah, um, we've got big, a, big news. We've got a mystery box of sorts. <laughs> yeah, yep. And then, um, and then we're going to be doing sort of a summer scorecard on the summer so far and uh, where it's headed, and it's going to be a real bummer. But stick around anyway. <laughs> to bring you down. Yep. Okay, man. Um, but before we get into all that good stuff, um, Corey, what, what have you been watching this last week? Well, we did a... We did a podcast. I mean, we did a... Uh, see, there we go. Right off the bat. We did a YouTube episode about it, but we got to go see the BFG, mm-hmm. and that was really fun. Um, it was fun to see a movie, like, in a different theater, just in, like, a different... Because, you know, it's like we go to the Maya here locally, and, yeah. you know, I enjoy the Maya a lot. But it's kind of fun to, like, oh, like, we got, we got to go see it someplace else. So that was fun. I got to watch that. That was... A fun experience. I got, like, most of my family to go with me. So they liked it. So, you know, Spielberg still does have the magic, contrary to a lot of naysayers. So, I know. All the face punches. MJ just rolled his eyes. And uh, besides that, um, I was hanging out with my family for the past couple days. And I have two sisters, um, like, two and three years younger than me. But one of them is, like, really into, like, all the animated films she loves like animation and stuff so we're sitting around one night we're like what should we watch and you know like the trap of netflix is like there's so many things but a lot of them are not that good so (laughs) she was like we should watch this one the the dreamworks movie from like a year or two ago the home movie i really want to watch that and i was kind of like i don't know i mean it's fine i guess whatever i got outvoted like i wanted to I was I was champion for like let's watch Money Pit and everybody was like no get out of here so uh-huh. didn't watch Money Pit so we watched Home um, it has a guy from Big Bang Theory I don't watch Big Bang Theory because I'm not a huge fan of it but I mean because it's terrible yeah, yeah I mean I don't know how it's still on the air yeah but, no. I mean that's my editorial I'm sorry uh, but the guy who plays Sheldon oh okay so he's like the main alien character and then Rihanna is the the like 13 year old girl in the movie believable yeah so um it's like the aliens come to earth and they're trying to look for a different planet and 
Isn't Dwayne the Rock Johnson in this movie? No, I think that might have been another one. Okay, but no, it's just uh, just the, these two actors mainly. Uh, Steve Martin's in it. Yeah, yeah, I love Steve Martin. Man, I love Steve Martin. He's probably the best part of that movie. Of course, he he's is. kind he's of Steve just Martin. like the crazy like captain leader of like the aliens, and mm-hmm. he just he doesn't really do anything to like move the plot forward. He's just like absurd. It'll be like oh different scenes stuff happening then it's like cut back to steve martin like being crazy and it's like did you know you can wear like this thing on your head because the aliens are discovering all the human things yeah. like is this useful or is it not anyway i don't know it's just kind of like a forgettable story it's like the girl's like trying to find her mom and i don't know it was like the alien is like oh i'm not accepted and i'm like different and i'm trying to be accepted i don't know it, it feels like a story that has been done better um by so many other people also i just don't think it's one of dreamworks like better movies Mm -hmm. um i feel like they must have made a deal with rihanna because it's like it was like hey you can be the voice actor in it if you like do the entire like music for this film so it's like you'll be watching it and it's like oh like kind of a sentimental emotional thing and then just all of a sudden like a rihanna song oh yeah so it's like it happens like four or five times in the film. And it was very distracting for me. It ne- nothing ever felt like, oh yeah, that feels natural. That fits in here. But it's just like, oh okay, Rihanna, you wrote another song for this movie. Okay. Oh oh, and there's another one. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I like How to Train Your Dragon a lot. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's a great movie. I think it's probably one of the best things DreamWorks has done. This was not up there. This yeah. is probably near the bottom of the list. I just felt like it. It's yeah. So anyway, that's what I watched this weekend. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty all over the place in terms of their quality. Like, yeah, they've never really been able to uh, congeal it down into something good. Yeah, they don't really like have a formula established. I feel like like yeah. How to Train Your Dragon was really good, and then I saw the second one. I was excited for it, and it wasn't as good as the first. Oh really? I heard it was as good, if not better. <sighs> I still think the first was better. The the second did like kind of some things in like the third act where I was like uh, I don't know but it was still good it's still good it's probably still up there with like some of their better stuff but mm. yeah so anyway what about you MJ what do you watch Gosh I watched a bunch of stuff um, I saw Creed for like the fifth time yeah <laughs> um, but we've talked about that enough I just feel like it's funny to mention Creed every time I watch it which does is it, kind of a lot Does it get better with age like uh, Of course a, it like does. a fine wine Oh gosh it's so good Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I kind of spent all of Saturday in this Netflix haze. Yeah. Where like, <laughs> yeah, my wife went out of town and they added all seven of Albert Brooks's movies to Netflix, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, Albert Brooks is a guy I've been meaning to check out for a long time." Yeah. I guess that kind of hurts my cinemaphile uh, cred that I hadn't <laughs> seen any of his movies before. So I watched the first three. I've been watching them in chronological order. Yeah. So I watched his first three, and uh, just kind of like, I ended up having to go to work and. I kind of like woke from this Netflix stupor. Yeah. <laughs> where I was like, I, when did I eat popcorn? Like, I, oh. <laughs> when did any of the events that are clearly evidenced around me have, like, I, yeah, like, when did I do this? Yeah. When did I get nail clippers? Like, oh. <laughs> stuff like that. And it's just like, what, what happened? Um, but yeah, Albert Brooks's movies are really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Modern Romance is the second movie he ever made. And, it is the single best movie about relationships I think I've ever seen. Really? It's great. It is so good. Um, it's very real. It's very honest. Yeah. Um, and I like that, but also it's very funny. Um, it's just, it's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, it's good. Um, real life is 
has one of the darkest endings to a comedy I think I've ever seen. Oh, wow. And it's pretty great. <laughs> um, I really liked that movie a lot. Lost in America is not a movie that uh, I really liked when I saw it. Yeah. And then the more I, I thought about it, the more I liked it. Um, so next up is Defending Your Life, which I'm actually pretty excited about. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully I get around to sometime this week. And, um, oh gosh, what else did I watch? Oh, I saw Top Gun for the first time in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. What do you and think? It is mostly pretty good. Yeah. Which sounds like it's just okay, but it's mostly pretty good in that it's got some terrible 80s dialogue. Some terrible yeah. 80s dialogue. Yeah. But <laughs> it's also got an extremely effective screenplay as far as uh, moving the story along goes. Mm-hmm. For the most part. It slows down a lot. Um, yeah. In, in like the towards the middle of the mm-hmm. second act into a lot of the third act. Uh, but it's still, it's good at like setting up goals and accomplishing them. Yeah. So it's like a very, on a mechanical level, it all works pretty well. Um, Tom Cruise is great in it. I love Tom Cruise. We've talked about this before. Uh, it's one of the few Tom Cruise movies I haven't seen. Yeah, I was surprised when you said you hadn't seen Top Gun. Yeah, uh, it's really good. Tony Scott is a director that I really like. Ridley's brother, um, who Mm -hmm. tragically committed suicide. Um, and uh, like... This might hurt. This might hurt my cinema file cred even more than. Uh, <laughs> it's an in between show. It's fine. Yeah, even more than uh, partially because I keep saying cinema file instead of cinephile because yeah. that's the actual word. <laughs> um, I have always been more thoroughly entertained by Tony Scott's movies than Ridley Scott's movies. How dare you, MJ? Yep. You didn't uh, love Blade Runner. No. Uh, nope. But you did love the extended whatever hour cut of it, right? Yeah, I did like the director's cut of it, which I do think is a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but gets rid of the unnecessary narration. Oh. Yep. So, it's pretty good, but, I mean, as far as just base level, I like, go see it in a the theater and it yeah. entertains me. Tony Scott has always done that for oh, me. okay. Um, I think that guy made a super underrated sci-fi movie called Deja Vu. Oh, with Denzel? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. yeah. I love that yeah. movie. That movie has my favorite car chase I've ever seen in a movie. That's pretty sweet. It's so good because it's like, it takes, it's a, it's, a, it's a car chase through time. Yeah. But not how you would think, oh, it's so great. Yeah. Man, I love that movie. I love that sequence in particular. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Tony Scott is, uh, he's pretty capable in this movie. It's an early Tony Scott movie. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of definitely see the Tony Scott sensibilities in it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the, you know, kind of 80s look of yeah. the movie, for the most part, it holds up pretty well. Um, the jets all look really good. Like, he does it in oh, a very... Okay. The word we were using after it, like, it looks very sexy still. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and and that part holds up. There's, you know, obviously the 80s styles and yeah, haircuts and 80s stuff like music. That. And music. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I those synthesizers, man. Really don't like the soundtrack. <laughs> um, it is combative. Yeah, is the word. I think it's just it's a very aggressive soundtrack. Is Danger Zone on that soundtrack? Yeah, yeah Danger Zone. Yeah, and, uh, take my breath away. Yeah, and <laughs> just a lot of other synthesized stuff. But it's constant yeah it's just this constant thrumming through the whole movie yeah and it just like it does not let up it is very in your face 
Um, yeah. yeah. I, I was not a fan of the score to this movie <laughs> at all. But it's good. It was good to see it, like, 4th of July weekend. Yeah, you know, because Independence Day, we suck. <laughs> yeah. Failed us, but yep. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's kind of what I've been watching. I watched a couple other things, but nothing I really want to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's talk about uh, some news. Mm-hmm. We literally just watched the trailer for Imperium. Yes. Which is a film starring Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. And he plays a, uh, a white supremacist in this movie. Yeah. Um, until you get to a certain yeah. spot and you find out he's actually undercover for the FBI yes. in a white supremacist group. Yeah. And it looks great. Yes, it does. It looks like it could be one of the best movies of the year. It looks like a really good, like, political type thriller. Mm-hmm. It also, I really like, I really like double agent stories. Yeah. Like, The Departed is one of my favorite movies of all time. Never seen that. Oh, uh, it's so great. Uh, and so I'm a sucker for that, like, cat and mouse game. Yeah. Um, uh, plot. So... Do you like the Bourne movies? I do like the Bourne yeah. movies. I like okay. them quite a bit. Yeah. But I really like it when, like, someone's undercover. Okay. And in, in, like, yeah. a group, and the group is, like, trying to find them out. Yeah, find, find the rat. Yeah. yeah. Um, that just, that mm-hmm. works for me on, like, a base level. Yeah. So I was already kind of, like, I almost wish they didn't put it in the trailer. I totally understand why Yeah, you yeah, you have to for something like this. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah, like... Because <laughs> I feel like if it was like, come watch Harry Potter, be a Nazi, I'd be like, the, tra- ah. the trailer starts out, and for like the first like 20 seconds, I'm like, oh crap, the KKK, okay, the swastika, oh, they're burning cross, Daniel Radcliffe, he's with this, what's going on? And then finally they're like, he's FBI, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but, and this is why I wanted to watch the trailer, Daniel Radcliffe looks amazing in this Yeah, movie. he does. He looks so good in this movie, and I think it's appropriate, um... Both with um, <laughs> with Swiss Army Man in theaters right now, yeah. and uh, you know uh, the Harry Potter play opening this month, right yes. at the end of this month. Yes, um, I think it's appropriate to kind of talk about the Harry Potter actors and where they're at. Yeah, um, right now, I mean, Rupert Grint has kind of he. I feel like he just kind of drives around in his ice cream yeah, truck all he, day. He's a wild card. <laughs> yeah, what has he been in lately? Do you know? Nothing. I mean, like, my, you know, my wife, like, Hannah, she's a big Harry Potter fan, so she kind of knows. He kind of does, like, he's done a small, a couple small, like, indie films, but not really a ton. And, yeah, he bought an ice cream truck, and he drives around and, like, passes out free ice cream to people, and... I mean, like, honestly, none of these actors really ever have to work again if they don't want to, but... So, I don't think he's been up to a ton. Obviously, uh... You know, Emma Watson has... She's doing some stuff. She's going to be in that new Beauty and the Beast. I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she's going to be Belle. Um, I think that's going to be good. You know, she's been in some other stuff. I'm trying to think. Like, she was in Noah, but I heard that was not the best. Oh, yeah, and, she was in Noah. <laughs> um, she was in... She was in a movie probably five or six years ago called The Bling Ring. I don't know if you ever saw yeah. that. That was, like, a year or two ago. Was it? Yeah. Okay, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, she was in that. She was in uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that. It's not good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's been kind of middle of the road, I think. Uh, like, yeah. She's not been bad in everything she's been in, but she hasn't been, like, too great either. Yeah. Um, I think she's a capable actress. I don't know if, like, there's been a role post-Harry Potter that has really utilized her abilities that much yeah she uh 
she kind of doesn't have a personality. <laughs> like, I, I'm never really drawn to her. Like, even in, in the Harry Potter movies, I was like, yeah. super drawn to her character. Um, you know, she's probably better in those movies than she is in everything else I've seen her in since. But I think one of the guys that, that are probably out of the three, Daniel Radcliffe has seen the most uh, success post-Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, and, definitely. Which is weird because... You know, I feel like kid actors, especially kid actors, get really pigeonholed. And it seems like he's kind of been able to askew that a little bit. Yes, he has. And also, all three of them seem pretty normal. Yep. uh, Which is great. But, I mean, Daniel Radcliffe has kind of carved out this niche in, like, these weird kind of indie movies. And I kind of like it. But he still (sighs) manages to get into some of the blockbuster stuff, like Magic Heist 2. I keep forgetting he's in that. He's in that movie. Yeah. Yep, I also forgot about that. Uh, he just kind of does what he wants, and I respect that. Yeah. Um, he was in this movie called The Woman in Black, which was his first post-Harry Potter role. Yeah. And I actually rented it to watch it because it was his first post-Harry yeah. Potter role. And he is very dull in that movie, but that movie is very oh. dull. Um, and then he was in this movie called Horns, mm-hmm. which is an adaptation of a short story by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Yeah. About this guy mm-hmm. whose girlfriend uh, gets murdered and he wakes up the next morning with horns growing out of his head. Oh. Yep. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of as a result is suspect number one oh. for this murder. Yeah. Um, and it's a solid movie and he really? is really good <laughs> in it. Wow. Yep. Uh, I really like him in it. He was in... <clears throat> I don't know when it came out. It was probably around that same time. He was in this movie called What If. I know the title got changed over here. Maybe something about like love and friends. But it was called What If. And Hannah and I watched it. And he was really good in it. It was like a British like romantic comedy. And I was surprised. Because I feel like in the Harry Potter movies, he's not bad. But he doesn't really have... It's a hard role to play. Because Harry's kind of like he is a character. But he's also kind of like the reader or viewer. <laughs> but he was really good in What If. Um, I was impressed. We both really enjoyed it. So, I mean, I think he's a good actor. Yeah, I do too. I think he's the best actor <laughs> to come out of those those three. And I just like the career path he's on. I mean, Swiss Army Man looks super weird, but I'm yeah. down. But it, make, it feels like it makes sense for him. You know, yeah. it's like, you think of Daniel Radcliffe and, you know, like, whatever. People are like, oh, yeah, like, he went and did that, like, weird, like, naked play after Harry Potter. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> okay, whatever. But he seems like he... He likes to try, like, a range of different things. Yes. And, like, I kind of, I respect that in, like, an actor or any type of artist. So, I'm like, yeah, I, I, Swiss Army Man kind of has me intrigued. And I was like, I might go see that. Yeah, I like Daniel Radcliffe and I love Paul Dano, so. Yeah. Um, also, he just seems really likable, like, yeah. outside of it. Like, he's super appreciative of uh, all the attention he gets, which yeah. I feel like any... <laughs> Anyone else would probably be super jaded by it. Yeah. And so I, I like that. Uh, I also feel connected to him on a spiritual level in yeah. that we have a similar hobby, a similar weird heart hobby, in that we both like to memorize songs that have very fast lyrics. Oh. In them. Yeah. He's a, he's a big Tom Lehrer fan, and he has the uh, Tom Lehrer periodic table song memorized, which wow. I do not, but... It, like I like I I know all the words to like uh, oh gosh what's that Cold War song uh, we didn't start the fire, fire. Yeah. yeah I know all the words to that and like uh, end of the world as we know it one week stuff like that yeah and then, 
he 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 did um oh alphabet aerobics or something uh i, I think is the name of the song on jimmy fallon one time which mm-hmm. is just like it goes through every letter of the alphabet but it's super fast yeah and i was like hey I totally understand where that comes from. I don't know where I picked that hobby up from, but I totally yeah. get it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's just... I, I just think that that, <clears throat> that, that that guy could go on to be, like, mm-hmm. a pretty big, a pretty major movie star. Um, not that yeah. he isn't already, but I just think that his post-Harry Potter career is really good. Like, he's, he's made a lot of good choices, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, also, he <clears throat> might be boxing Elijah Wood this fall. What? Yep. <laughs> In in a film or in a nope in life, what? Yeah, so um, they both get confused for each other quite a bit. Yeah, and there's this film festival in Austin that the Alamo Drafthouse puts on called Fantastic Fest, mm-hmm. and every year they do like a debate that's eventually resolved <laughs> by boxing match yeah. for some reason. Oh, and Elijah Wood, that's his favorite film festival. Yeah. Uh, he might even be part of investor in it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's always mentioned that he would like to box Daniel Radcliffe at, uh, at Fantastic yeah. Fest. And someone during press for Swiss Army Man, someone brought it up, and he was like, "I'll do it." Like that's oh. fine. He was like, "I've only met him once, but he was really cool." Uh, and I like that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He he's he's a character. I'll yeah. Defi- I'll definitely give him that. Yeah, he's really funny. Yeah. He's really funny. Um, and this Imperium movie looks. I mean, it looks. Yeah. Really good. I mean, it looks like he. You know, he did the physical training for it. You mm-hmm. know, he looks like. He bulked up for it. I mean, I'm excited to see him in this dramatic role. So, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it could get him almost a word sock. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it looks like it could be that good. I mean, like the type of heavy subject matter it is. So, yeah, the trailer is really well put together. Like, yeah. if the movie ends up sucking, I will be very impressed by that trailer. Yeah, because... because someone's got some skills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it is all in the edit, but that is, I really like that Yeah, trailer. it looks good. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's news. Yeah. I, I think that was a, an appropriate news segment, just given uh, Harry mm. Potter kind of coming back into the public consciousness, for better or worse, mainly for worse, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he even commented and said he would possibly reprise a ro- role of Harry Potter on film. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like if they just made The Cursed Child in 15 years or something? Yeah, or like adapted some, you know, he's like, oh yeah, and... You know, J.K. Rowling, if she does something that would require Harry Potter on film or something, you know, as an older Harry Potter, he's like, yeah, I'd, he's like, I'd never say no. He compared it to, like, Harrison Ford, like, you know, coming mm-hmm. back for Star Wars and, you know, so he's like, so yeah, I don't want to say no to it. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. He doesn't seem to have this bitter jadedness about, like, oh, I was Harry Potter and... Yeah, yeah, he seems to talk very positively yeah, about his yeah. experiences with it, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes me appreciate those movies a lot more. Yeah. Um, I'm not, like, a crazy Harry Potter fan, but yeah. it makes me appreciate that, like, they didn't, like, murder these kids on set yeah. every day. Yeah. You know, like, it was pretty positive for all of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, we'll take a short break, and we'll come back and talk about uh, some big news. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And so uh, before we get into the summer scorecard, yes. uh, 
Changes are happening at the before and after show. The times they are changing. Yes, in the words of uh, Bob Dylan. Yes. <laughs> the times they are changing. So, Corey, um, you're leaving. I am. I am. Big surprise. Uh, yes, I am moving for a job, so I'm relocating to Indianapolis. Yep. The so, Big Apolis. The Is big... that what they call it? <laughs> no, but that, I can petition for that to be a new nickname. <laughs> the New Apolis. Um, that was really dumb. Um, it's, it's an in-between show, man. It is. Everything goes. Uh, <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, so yeah, you're leaving. Um, mm-hmm. You and, and Hannah are picking up and moving to Indianapolis. Yes. And uh, it's going to be awesome, question mark. Yes. We're, I'm super happy for you. Yeah. We've been working towards this for about as long as I've known you. Yeah. And it's kind of always been a thing. Like, since you've joined the show, I, I, I yeah. know this is going to happen. Um, but that means that, uh, you know... Um, your involvement in the show is not going away. Yeah. Uh, you're always welcome whenever you want to come back. Sweet. Um, and But it's going to be at least diminished, and your involvement with yeah. the YouTube channel and the website are going to be diminished to a certain extent Yeah, for well. a while. Um, so that means uh, potential new co-hosts yes. for the before and after show. I haven't locked anyone in yet. I've been talking to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have definite yeses, yeah. so I can't announce anyone. Um, I don't even know if that's a route that if those fall through, if that we're going to go, if it's just going to be me and a guest as it used to be. Yeah. Um, I really don't know necessarily about the future of the show as far as co-hosts versus guests versus combination of co-hosts. Yeah. And All I know is that the before and after show will, will go continue. on. Yes, yes. Yes. All right. That's um, what I want to hear. Yes. Uh, the YouTube channel may have to take a break for a very short time. Yeah. Um, we'll do a Star Trek video, even if it's just me recorded on my tablet with the weird focusing going on. <laughs> um, we're talking about Star Trek on here. Yeah. Um, you know, but after that, we may have to take a little bit of a hiatus, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully only a couple weeks. So YouTube might be on hold for a minute, um, yeah. but that will also be uh, around, Corey. You'll be involved with YouTube uh, yeah. probably more than the podcast. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, I'd love to guest on the podcast or if you need, like, a pinch co-host, I'd love to still do that. But yeah, probably I will still be involved with YouTube to some extent, you know, doing probably, like... Maybe some more culture websites. So, yes, yes, definitely. Um, make sure you go there and, and, you know, you'll still be writing, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll be doing that. Um, yeah, probably a lot more of my focus on video games, whether that be, I don't, I kind of have like mixed feelings about like traditional reviews. So it's like, it might be more like editorials or kind of like ad op pieces, but yeah, I'll be writing about that. <clears throat> I'm also... You know, I'm not going to say anything for the record, but also toying with the possibility of launching a podcast what? Once, once, I, once I get out there. So, yeah. So, Magic. So, yeah. You're going to do a magic podcast? Magic podcast. Man, I wish. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at doing possibly a video game podcast. Um, Kind of maybe talking about the anatomy of what makes a video game great or not so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, um, that'll kind of be like tangentially linked, you know, to before and after show. You know, we'll still be putting up stuff on like that real perspective. So 
I don't know. There's no hard dates or anything on that, but it's just kind of, it's something I've wanted to, to do for a while. And it's kind of like, ah, oh, with moving, that just makes everything, like, everything gets put on hold for a yeah. while. Yeah, so. definitely. <clears throat> um, so you do have a hard uh, a hard date from when you're leaving. So yes. when, when are you officially no longer going to be on the, on pod- the podcast? Well, we are here on this episode, if you are listening, and I will be here for one more set of episodes, so for Ghostbusters. Yay! I figured I'd rather go out on something controversial, so... Yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a firecracker <laughs> to go out on. Yeah, um, so, but, but then, yeah, after that, um, I think that will be the last one. I don't know if we'll do any sort of, like, in-between show or kind of, like, sign-off type thing, but... If we don't, I just want to let you guys know I love doing the podcast. It's been something that every Monday night MJ and I have been doing for the past nine Nine months. months. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely like one of the highlights of my week. Um, I know like when MJ first approached me and stuff, you know, I was just kind of starting to get into podcasts. It's kind of the nature of the job I was working. It was a lot of like being alone. And I don't mean that in like a, oh, he's lonely, but... (laughs) I worked at a library, and I was shelving a lot of books and stuff, and so you just have a lot of free time on your hand. MJ knows this, so it's like, pod- I was just starting to get into podcasts, and so MJ started a podcast, and I listened to his podcast, and just things evolved from there. So I really love doing the podcast. I've loved being a part of it. I've loved getting into films a lot more, like learning a lot more, like the film school that we do. Oh man, yeah. I love that segment. That's been really fun. Um, yeah, I just feel like I've grown a lot more in, like, my knowledge of film and, you know, just, like, looking at films critically. And I think that's really important. So, yeah, so, yeah it's been great, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, man. You will be missed, man. Um, I know. You know. I, uh, it kind of sucks. It's a bittersweet thing. It I'm like, really I'm excited is. about the new job, you know, I'll be working a lot with, like, creative arts and music and video, but it's still, it's like, ah, uh, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, it's going to be weird. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a transition, but, um, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. whoever does come in, they'll be great. Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, the names you've been kicking around are not people <laughs> that we would, like, we would not uh, tarnish the quality of the show. Yes, yes. Just because of this. You know, I, I would never settle. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, this <laughs> thing, you know, this thing started mm-hmm. as, as my dumb little pet project and, and it's kind of snowballed. Uh into what you hear now and so i am very protective of yes it. um and uh you know i think if you would ask uh my wife um, <laughs> my standards for what we try to do and what we try to endorse mm-hmm. and where we try to go are very high yeah um I have, I have a very high standard for what i want this show to be yeah i don't necessarily know that we hit it all the time and that's fine yeah um but as far as like who we bring on, um, what podcasts we choose to reach out to, to, yeah. to talk to people, we like we try to be very very um, intentional with that. Yeah, and um, you know, so so anyone who's you know nervous about the change, I understand. Yeah. I hate change too, but Don't just know all? that that the names <laughs> we've been talking about are people you will like. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like I said, like, I will still be involved in some of the content that's created, but just to a very diminished capacity. You know, I'm not going to be here every week, so, but, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, I feel like we've always tried to shoot for 
a certain standard in everything we put forward. Like, you know, whether it's like the YouTube content or like the, the podcast we do every week, you know, it's not like just some guys who just show up and like, Hey man, let's have a couple beers and like, just talk about random stuff. You know, it's not, it's not that at all. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny if you, uh, I don't delete anything. I don't necessarily believe in deleting anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can go back and listen to the beginnings of the show, and it is real bad. Uh, I recommend you don't do that, but if you do, it is, you can see uh, <laughs> sort of the evolution of the show and um, the uptick in quality that I think I mm-hmm. think is very obvious. Um, I think especially if you would go and listen to, you know... Fight Club? Yeah, our fir- the first episode, Fight Club, uh, me talking into a crappy headset mic for five minutes, uh, and then, you know, the hour and 45 minute Pixar thing that... Uh, yeah. ...started my honeymoon <laughs> off on your start. And, uh, you know, I, to see that grow mm-hmm. over over the, the year we had been doing the podcast at that point... Um, was really good and we you know we want to continue that we yeah. want to continue you know growing and evolving and changing and for the better we don't want to take mm-hmm. a step back in quality so yeah uh this <laughs> this is i mean it is what it is yeah and uh it's gonna be fine yeah um i'm super excited for you and and hannah to go yeah. do uh you know your job yeah. <laughs> and uh and you know what you're passionate about and what you feel led to do mm-hmm. and uh you know i'm gonna miss you yeah uh, being here every week i know it's gonna be real weird it's gonna be really weird to be like oh it's monday night oh i'm not podcasting yeah yeah but you know i'll still be uh still be involved in some capacity i'll be listening every week for the uh before and after show you just gotta keep it going yeah keep it for going sure. man for sure so that's that's the news yeah um, a little bit on my end, I actually, in the last couple of weeks, if you've been to the blog at all, you noticed a couple things. One, mm-hmm. about nine news stories went up yes. over there. <laughs> um, and that's because I was selected to audition for the website JoeBlow.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a major movie yes. website, uh, one of the biggest on the internet. And they are the site that made me realize I wanted to write about movies professionally. And uh, so given the opportunity for, you know, I mean, that was kind of the place I wanted to end up. Yeah. And I was given the opportunity to start there. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't get paid for doing the podcast. As a matter of fact, I pay to do the podcast. Yeah. we. <laughs> um, both in movie tickets and in a SoundCloud subscription. Yeah. Um, and we are not sponsored by anyone. Nope. Um, you know, uh, all of the, the subscription fees come out of uh, my mm-hmm. own pocket. Um, yeah. All the movie tickets come out of our own pockets. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've never been paid to write for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't monetize the blog. Yeah. Um, the piece I ran at Real World Theology was strictly an exposure gig, which I'm fine with. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm super fine with exposure <laughs> gigs. Uh, I do not knock them in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, you know, but the dream is to get paid to do this. You know, yeah. I have a day job and I like my day job. Yeah. Um, but I would much rather it be the job where I get to talk about movies all the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so this would have been a paid gig. It would have been, uh, you know, it would have been the start of the dream, basically, yeah. you know, getting paid to write about movies on the internet, um, for my favorite website. Yeah. And so they asked that I write um, three news stories a day, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. 
um, and email them in, and then they would let me know what happened. Uh, and so I found out, and I did not get the job. Ugh. Um, which, uh, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> Cause, yeah, Ugh. I'm glad I was considered. I made it to the top 10 of almost 60 applicants. Yeah. Um, and that is a huge validation on what I've been doing for almost a decade. I've been writing about movies for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, the podcast is almost two years old, but the, the, my writing <laughs> has, uh started in about 2007 2008 mm-hmm. maybe even 2006 i'm not sure and so uh to to have my favorite movie website reach out after i applied and say hey we think you're good enough yeah. to be considered that felt really nice yeah <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> so you know i didn't get the job but uh it's fine um, the other thing you've noticed is that I haven't written anything on the website since then. Yeah. Part of that is because that was exhausting. Um, it was really stressful. It was a really busy week that week in general, but yeah. I carved out time to go and do that <clears throat> um, and make sure my audition pieces got sent in. And so I just needed a break for yeah. a little bit. Um, however, uh, this week you should start seeing more content from me on mm-hmm. the blog um i'm still kind of processing you know through the the disappointment of not getting the job yeah. however uh the guy they did pick matt rooney um i've read one article of his he started uh today i guess as of the time of this recording mm-hmm. um and he is pretty good uh Yay. so congratulations matt yeah um, you know i trusted joe blow to pick people that mm-hmm. that would be the best people for the job and it seems like they did yeah and um you know, I'm sad that I didn't get it, but yeah. what I always said is I hope that, like, uh, and this might sound like an inflated ego thing, I hope <laughs> that whoever they pick is at least as good, if not better than me. And yeah. it seems like that's what they did. Mm-hmm. And so um, it seems like they, they, you know, there was a very similar quality amongst all of us. Yeah. And so they picked the one who just kind of sh- shone above that. And mm-hmm. so um, I re- I've only read one of his articles so far, but I really liked it. Yeah. Um, He's a really likable writer, uh, mm-hmm. which is good. And yeah, so Matt Rooney, um, you should read his stuff on Joe Blow. It's not reviews, it's just news. Yeah. But he's the one who ended up with the job, and he's he seems like a really good addition to the website. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that was That's my story about uh, getting super close to my dream job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's not, uh, it's not something that I'm going to give up on. Uh, anytime soon at least um mm-hmm. you know it's still the dream i still would love to be paid to write about yeah. movies and talk about movies and podcasts about movies definitely um to get some sort of a sponsorship going on uh would <clears> be great uh you know we try to keep it free for you guys yeah. we don't want you to pay for anything um mm. we don't put a subscription model we don't have a kickstarter we don't have a gofundme we don't have an indiegogo yeah um those are ideas we've certainly toyed with yeah uh, but we've never really felt like we were at a spot where uh, that would be sustainable, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we try to keep it as low cost for you guys uh, as possible so you, mm-hmm. can, you can listen and enjoy. And we just want you guys to watch movies better. That's yeah. the mission yeah. statement <laughs> of, uh, of this podcast, of the website, uh, mm-hmm. of everything we do. We just want you to, to take in your culture in a uh, good way. Yeah. And so if that means having to finance, uh, sacrifice financially for me, like I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, because this is, <laughs> this is what I'm passionate about. Yeah. This is what I love. So 
yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that's where all that stands. Um, mm-hmm. Start looking out this week uh, mm-hmm. over at thatrealperspective.blogspot.com for more reviews from me. Um, I should have one yeah. going up Thursday. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. We appreciate yeah. you so much. Uh, you know, uh, you are strong, but you are mighty in number. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, you were small in number, <laughs> but you were mighty in, in your voice and uh, the feedback that I get. Um, and that's why we do it. Yeah. Know. Positive or negative. I appreciate it, um, which is funny because I never thought I would take negative feedback very well. Um, but but it's, it's part of the job. Yeah, but... it's true. Um, yeah. So we love you guys. Yeah. And, thank uh, you. I think that'll do it. Right. Yeah, for, uh, for, for this segment. Yeah, for this whole... I think that's all the bombs we have to yeah. to drop on people. <laughs> um, so we are going to transition now into talking about uh, the summer scorecard. Yes. Um, and kind of what, what came out this summer so far. Uh, we're going to be talking about the summer so far, mm-hmm. what our thoughts were on the movies that we've seen um, spe- uh, for the podcast, anything we haven't seen, we saw that wasn't for the podcast. Yeah, and uh, where where we think the summer is headed. So um, yeah, we will talk about that. All right. So Corey, mm-hmm. um, summer movie season is, I think, a beloved season. Yes, uh, for moviegoers around the world, and um, this year's is kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> It's been rough, man. Yeah, it has been rough. So let's go through uh, let's go through some of these titles that, that we've we've seen this summer. Um, summer kicked off with Captain America: Civil War. Boom. <laughs> Are we giving these grades as we move through these? Sure. Okay. Summer scorecard. So I just feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel only right. Um, man, I I love that movie. I thought it was great. Just all the action. Man, the Russo brothers know what they're doing with action. Yeah, they do. I would give that one an A+. It was... Man. It is. It's such a big payoff for everything that yeah. MCU has led, led to. Uh, I also think it's an A+. <laughs> like, the Russo brothers are great. Um, all those characters are super great. Yeah. Um, all those actors in those in those roles are really good. It's a solid, solid, solid movie. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did we have that, uh, in May? Oh, we had the nice guys. Yes, I really liked. I did this too. Movie. I <clears throat> really liked this movie. I really want to see it again. <laughs> yeah, um, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe are incredible in this movie. Yes, they are. And nobody saw <laughs> it. And shame on you if you didn't see it. It's sad, man. It's so good. <clears throat> it's uh, the script is great. Yeah, um, you know, it's really witty. It's really uh, propulsive. Yeah. It's, Good and the last action scene I really really enjoyed. Yeah, it's was... not like spectacular, <laughs> but it's so uh, it's got this like almost Rube Goldberg machine element yeah, to it yeah. that feels really cool. Oh gosh, I really enjoyed it. Man, um, I would give that one an A plus. Yeah, too, I would actually. too. Great chemistry. There's just it was awesome. Um, then the dark times. The dark times. I mean, there is man. X Men Apocalypse, man. Gosh. So it's a movie you didn't like. No, I didn't like it. I felt like when I saw it, I was middle of the road, but then the more, like, we... I ruminated on it, and then we did the podcast. <clears throat> I just felt like I came out more just being, like, this is really underwhelming and just not that good. Like, it's fine. It's not terrible. Like, it's not... It's not the worst movie ever, 
But just kind of like the standard that we have in like superhero filmmaking, it's just like, it's like way below the bar. So I, man, I mean, I, I even did that whole like fix that film. I was going to say it was bad like, enough for you to do a fix that film. Yeah. On. So I just, uh, I don't know. Like it, C minus maybe it's just, I feel like they could do better. Like X-Men first class was like way better than this movie. I thought. Yeah, I agree. Um, I actually still was pretty entertained by X-Men Apocalypse. I liked it, I think, quite a bit more than you did <laughs> uh, the more the more we talk about it. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, yeah. I really, really liked Michael Fassbender in this movie. Yeah, he was the best part. Yeah. Um, I would probably give it... Like, in between... <laughs> is, is there something between a B- and a C+. Plus? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the in-between there, there is, is. That's, that's what I would give X-Men Apocalypse. Um, oh, I saw Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping, and you should too. It is great. Um, it's a super weird little comedy, <laughs> and it's this perpetual joke machine that I really like. Like, uh, they know how to set up jokes that pay off late in the movie and mm-hmm. jokes that pay off in the scenes in the movie, and it's really good. Um, the, the Lonely Island guys know what they're doing when it comes yeah. to comedy writing, <laughs> The best part about the movie by far is the songs mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're actually really good pop songs yeah. with the dumbest lyrics possible. Yeah. <laughs> and that juxtaposition never gets old. Yeah. It's hilarious. The cameos are really well done. It's not super cameo heavy. Yeah. But when they happen, you're really excited about them. Uh, and once again, nobody saw it. Yeah. Going off of that, I think we need to back up real quick i don't know if it's on the list would we consider keanu a summer movie it was right there around captain america oh yeah yeah was that in april uh i feel like it was early may i feel like it was around civil war time okay i liked keanu quite a bit too yeah i liked keanu too i think it was i think it was fine the more in retrospect like as i think about it i think it's fine i like keen peel a lot i think they're like really good at all the comedy they do um there there were the film had like kind of it, it kind of had some problems you know like yeah. a little overly long in some sequences like you know we're thinking where there's like the cameo with the famous, oh, yeah. famous, famous. person that you yeah, yeah. Oh, you just spoilers, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's got a lot of pacing issues, which yeah. you don't want in your comedy. Yeah, and and since it kind of like nice guys came like on the heels of it in terms of like buddy cop type, you, you know, or buddy duo, I just and Key and Peele are really good. I'm not saying that they're bad. It just felt like the pacing issues in Keanu were more apparent like watching the nice guys because the yeah. nice guys was so kind of like get through everything there's not a lot of fat on that movie like everything was like very purposeful where it felt like keanu it was really funny but sometimes they'd like kind of hang around the jokes after like okay you did that or it's like a scene would just kind of meander yeah the premises got like kind of sweaty after a while yeah like, mm, we get it yeah we get it you could have done something else so i mean i'd give it like a b it, it's it was it was solid yeah yeah i would give Popstar uh probably like an a minus yeah i really enjoyed it it's much tighter than keanu mm-hmm. um that same weekend though we saw teenage mutant ninja turtles colon out of the shadows man uh um you know i didn't see the first one we talked about this um 
you you did sit down and watch the first one from 2014, the reboot, and you said it was terrible. You I have said too it many was a, swear words about that movie. Yeah, you said it was a dumpster fire. It's probably yeah. the the nicest thing we can say yeah. <laughs> without profanities here. Um, I I felt like Out of the Shadows was like whatever. I mean, it's like what I expected. The bar was set so low with the the turtle movie that I was expecting that like I guess it met it. So it was just kind of like, oh yeah, a turtle movie and it's big CGI and it's like kind of Michael Bayish. I mean, even though it's not directed by him, it is essentially and sweet. I don't know. I, I don't really know what to say. I mean, like it's like C minus. Like I I don't know. I mean, maybe that's being like nice to it. Maybe it'd be D plus. I don't know. It's like barely passing. Yeah. The th- like, oh man, that first one is so bad. <laughs> Gosh, it's so bad. And this movie's a million times better. Yeah. But it's still really bad. Um, yeah. He says as he drinks out of his Ninja Turtles cup. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I really did not enjoy myself during this movie. Especially seeing it the same weekend I saw Popstar. Oh yeah. Uh, I was just like, I mean they're two completely different movies. But just seeing like a really good movie and then this. I fell yeah. asleep at certain points yeah. during the movie and really didn't care. I saw an empty theater. Like, there was, like, three other people in there. Really? Yeah. Opening weekend? Yep. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, Man. Yeah, I'm D. Yeah. I gotta give that one a D. It's real bad. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing is, like, the first one is an F minus, 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 yeah. minus. So... They did improve, but, like, it's barely passing. Yep. Uh... The Conjuring 2. I yeah. love The Conjuring 1. It's my favorite mm-hmm. movie of 2013. Um, I actually got a chance to go to a special screening of The Conjuring 2 and um, and see uh, see it in a big crowd in a big theater with a huge sound system on yeah. a really, really bright screen. Mm-hmm. Um, really bright. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The screen was so bright. <laughs> it was great. And... Then there was a Q&A with uh, director James Wan, who I really enjoy, yeah. and uh, Vera Farmiga, who is one of my favorite actresses, and um, mm-hmm. the little girl from the movie whose name escapes me right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really solid follow-up to The Conjuring 1. It's not nearly as good, but how could it ever be? Because I think The Conjuring 1 is a downright masterpiece. All right, wow. Yep. Um, I think Conjuring 2 is really, really good. Okay. Um, there's some stuff that's kind of stupid in it that uh i think the conjuring one doesn't have really stupid stuff in it yeah um i think they just got a little maybe too ambitious with it which i understand you want to escalate your franchise yeah uh it's super well acted the little girl is amazing in it vera formiga is great in it patrick wilson's great in it uh they have really good chemistry as a husband and wife mm-hmm. um, i like what these movies are about uh, yeah as far as um, not just spiritual content, but just, like, the marriage that Ed and Lorraine have is really uh, healthy and good. <clears throat> and I think it's it's hard to find that in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, especially in, like, given the intense circumstances that they deal with. Yeah. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. So, I, I, The Conjuring 2 is, like, an A-. minus. Okay. Me. I really liked it. Warcraft. Warcraft. Man. Um, wow, I, (laughs) I have not had this much trouble following a movie (laughs) in, 
I don't know, like, how long. Uh, it, <laughs> it's a mess. I mean, you were quoted as saying, like, it was a dumpster fire. Like, it... I, I don't even know. I mean, like, I'm struggling to, like, articulate how bad it was because it was one of those things I saw it and then, like, I immediately, like, flushed it from my memory. <laughs> Um, I mean, like, if you guys want more in-depth about what we thought, go listen to the podcast. But it, it's just terrible. Like, the characters aren't established well. The best character that they have in the film, they kill him. And, like, we have a whole third act without him. Um, no one has, like, good motivations for anything. Like, I don't know. The world isn't explained to us at all. I didn't know what the crap was going on, like, half the time I was watching. I couldn't track with anybody's name. Like, it... Uh, it was terrible. Like, I don't know, but China loved it, so I guess that's good. I don't know, man. I th- this gets. I, I want to say an F. Like, I just, I just don't feel like it's a cohesive story. Like, I, if someone was like, Corey, I'll pay you money to go watch Warcraft again. I would. I there would be a debate. I'd be like, I don't know. I I really don't know. I don't want your twenty dollars. I'd rather have my two hours. Uh, what are your thoughts, MJ? This movie's the damn worst. <laughs> Man, I hated this movie. I hated this movie so much. Ugh. It's like, it's anti-cinema. It's, <laughs> it's so incoherent and just does not follow, like, any sort of rule of narrative whatsoever. It breaks every single yeah. rule of what makes a, a good narrative or a cohesive story. And it's super poorly acted. It yeah. looks super cheap. Yeah. Ugh. Gosh, man, I hate this movie. But we're gonna I, get a sequel. So. Duh. Man, I don't like this movie at all. Uh, Finding Dory. Yeah, it is taking over the box office right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. It's won the box office for the past two weekends. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a good sequel in Pixar's stable of like sequels to you know their films. Um, I don't. I for me personally. Like, I don't think it's in their top five, um, but I still think it's a good film. Like, when we were talking about the BFG earlier, we said, like, you know, it's kind of like Steven Spielberg kind of, like, is kind of his own enemy in, like, the sense of, like, he makes such good things that mm. even, like, his his normal movie, you know, his middle-of-the-road movie is, like, an A-plus for anybody else. That's kind of how I feel like where Pixar is at most of the time, so... If DreamWorks had made Finding Dory, I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, dang, like, they're on fire. But because it's Pixar, I'm like, oh, it's really good, but, like, I don't... They've made other stuff that's better, yeah. I think, like, as a whole. But it's still a really good movie. It's a good sequel. It's not a throwaway one like Cars 2. It's better than Brave. It's better than Monsters University. Um, so it's it's not, it's not bad. It's really good. Um, so I'd probably... I'd probably give it an A, A-, minus. you know. What about you, MJ? I liked it. Um, I think it's got some first act problems. The first act's a little slow and a little, just a little too reminiscent of Nemo. Like, it feels like yeah. oh, we're going to do the same thing again. And then it endeared me to it because they didn't do the same thing yeah. again. It is not an ocean-spanning adventure. <laughs> it's very contained. It's a, yeah. it's a breakout picture, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a... It's a prison escape movie. Um, it's got one of my favorite characters of the year in yeah. it, uh, the Septopus, played by Ed O'Neill. He is great. Yeah. Man, I love him. Uh, 
It's got several of my favorite characters of the year, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, Gerald, the goofy-looking seal. Oh, yeah. Or Jerry or whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, I think it's Gerald. Yeah. Uh, Becky, the, like, cracked-out bird-looking... Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I really... <laughs> there are some super charming characters in this movie. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Um, I didn't even think it was necessarily really good. Uh, yeah. But it's solid. It's a solid time at the movies. Yeah. Like, it's hard to find anything to really complain about. Yeah. Um, the third act kind of falls apart, too. Um, it gets a little over the top for me. Yeah, which is kind of weird because it's like, okay, my disbelief is already suspended yeah. a lot. But yeah, it does get kind of like, what? Yeah. Um, uh, I guess I'll go... A B plus on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Independence Day Resurgence. Uh, D. <laughs> also D. Moving on. The BFG. Gosh, it's just so forgettable, man. Like, there's nothing <laughs> to say about... Like, I don't know. Is this... Independence Day Resurgence, not the BFG. Yeah, not the BFG. <laughs> it, I, don't, I don't know. It's just... It's, it's terrible. Like, they didn't even release it on July 4th. It's just like that... That should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Man, Jeff Goldblum. He's like the best part of that. Yeah, what a piece of crap movie. Yeah. yeah also D. All I, right, the BFG. <laughs> yes. I liked it. Mm-hmm. What, what were your thoughts, MJ? Yeah, I mean, Spielberg. Uh, yeah. You can go check out our thoughts this week on the YouTube mm-hmm. uh, channel. Uh, it's not a super long episode, so I don't feel like we want to spoil yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, probably a another b plus yeah for me. yeah i'd say so uh, yeah uh it's really good um so uh some questions to kind of end on uh number one what are you looking forward to the most throughout the rest of the summer um let's see i've got my list scrolling down um i have a couple things um in this weird way, I'm kind of, like, ready for the Ghostbusters, like, that whole fiasco to be over with. So mm-hmm. I'm ready to just see it and, like, kind of have, like, a critical, like, this is what this movie is. Aside from all the, like, kind of social and political and all this other garbage that's around it. I just want to see, like, is this movie good or not? So that one... In like kind of a weird way, but things I'm actually like wanting to see. I think the newborn, <laughs> I think the newborn movie looks good. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm a, I like the Born franchise. Um, I can't remember when the Born Legacy came out. I want to say 2014 with uh, Jeremy Renner. That sounds right. It was fine. Um, I like Jeremy Renner. I think he's a good actor. I know they couldn't get Matt Damon because there was other like filming conflicts. But 2012 is 2012. when the Born Legacy okay. came out. <laughs> Um, it's been a while, but I, I liked it. It's fine. I just, I like Jason Bourne's narrative. And so in the Bourne legacy, when it's like kind of running parallel to, I think the first film, it's like, that's kind of cool. And he does a fine job. I'm actually, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing Matt Damon. It looks like this is going to kind of wrap up Bourne, I hope. Um, so that one and... I'm really looking forward to Suicide Squad. I think that looks like it's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the director has a good sense of what he wants to do with that film. And I think it's going to be 
kind of the Guardians of the Galaxy of the DCU, which is kind of weird because we only have two movies technically at this point, but like not counting the other stuff. But yeah. I think it's, I think it's gonna have that type of effect. I feel like it's gonna kind of come out of nowhere um, for like general audiences, and they're gonna be like, "What is this superhero comic book antihero type movie?" And you know. Even though all the controversy, like, Batman v Superman had, it's like, Ben Affleck was the best part of that, and they're gonna be like, oh, like, Batman's kind of in here, and it's like, you know, like, most of the villains are, like, from his world, and so people, I think, I think it's gonna do really well. I think from the trailers, they've done a good job of how they've been cut, and, you know, kind of having them lined up with the music and stuff like that. I'm excited to see it. I think... I think it has a potential to kind of like revitalize uh, the DC film universe. What do you think, MJ? So, my people not getting Pitchfork's answer is probably Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, I think it looks really solid. I like David Ayer as a director. Mm-hmm. Um, End of Watch is a great, great cop movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Low key, though, Star Trek Beyond. All right. Yep, I think Star Trek Beyond is going to be good. Yeah. I think it's going to be real good. Um, Justin Lin has a lot to uh, to do with that. Um, Justin Lin is behind Fast and Furious, which is my one of my favorite franchises of all time. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, he's behind that franchise. Uh, they've mm-hmm. had several different directors, but he has been he's directed the bulk of them. Yeah. Uh, Justin Lin does ensembles really well justin lynn does action really well Mm -hmm. Uh, those are two things i expect out of modern star trek movies yeah Um, (laughs) and so and he does fun action sequences really well yeah and so i think if he can get me on board with that i'll be able to buy into whatever bullcrap story yeah (laughs) (laughs) really happens also i think getting uh alex kurtzman and roberto orki out or is a really good idea i think getting jj abrams out is a really good idea um I think they can only go up from Star Trek into darkness. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we can't even remember what happened in that movie. Nope. So. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that this movie is going to go either way, though. Like, it's either going to be great and one of the best movies of summer, or it's going to be a disaster. Really? You yeah. Think so? I think wow. if it's, I think if, it, if, if I don't like it, I'm going to hate it. Oh. Um, but I, I, I think it looks like it could be really good. Yeah. Um, so that, that, those are kind of my two, um, Lights Out is a horror movie that's coming out that uh, they showed before The Conjuring 2 and terrified me. Oh. It scared me way more than The Conjuring 2 scared me. Wow. Yeah, it was... That trailer is freaking terrifying. Wow. (laughs) I don't get, like, that freaked out by, by, like, scary movies and stuff. We watch kind of a lot of scary movies, but I don't know if I'm seeing the movie. (laughs) Because that trailer, like... What's the premise? The premise is that there's this uh, spirit, creature, something, something. Yeah. That, like, shows up every time you turn off the lights. Oh. But the trailer is super effective. It's a, it's just this lady in this warehouse, like, flipping a light switch on and off. And, like, she, she flips it off and you see the outline of her. And then she flips it on and there's nothing there. And then she flips it off and it's like... It's oh. there, and then on, and then off, and yeah. it's there, and then it, like, starts to get closer, oh. and closer, and closer, and so she, like, runs and gets her boss, and, like, the boss comes, and, like, 
he sees it there and it starts chasing him. So he like dips and then just, it, it's a really scary trailer. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa. You're like, oh man. Yeah. It, they also showed it before we saw the conjuring too. Like I said, on a huge bright screen. Yeah. With a really good sound system. So I think that went a long way uh, mm-hmm. for that. But yeah, it looks like it could be really solid. James Wan is producing it, and he doesn't have the best track record with producing stuff. So I'm a little weary of the quality of the movie. I think it might just have a really good trailer. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. If it's good, <laughs> I think it'll be great, but I think it'll be kind of relentless. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it looks real freaky. Um, is there anything that you haven't gotten a chance to see the... that's come out already? Um... There's been a couple things I've kind of wanted to see, but, you know, we've just been so busy. Um, I, just for fun, I kind of wanted to see uh, Magic Heist 2. Now you see me too. Um, The first one is just ridiculous, so I kind of wanted to go see that. Um, Looking back through all the rest of these, um, I think that's... That is kind of maybe the Central Intelligence movie. Maybe I mean, yeah. like The Rock is fun, you know, and Kevin Hart's you know funny. And I I've said before on the podcast multiple times I love buddy cop buddy duo. Oh, yeah. So it's like okay, like you know, it's one of those movies. Like I I would probably enjoy it. I know it's probably you know middle of the road quality. It's not like a game changer, but yeah. So I think probably probably those maybe like the random the kind of weird like Swiss Army Man you know that looks yeah. kind of like indie and kind of weird and like interesting so I'm like oh yeah I just kind of I'd like to see that but what about you MJ Yeah Swiss Army Man is probably at the top of the list for me or the Lobster I really wanted to see the Lobster mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to see Free State of Jones uh, mainly because I love Matthew McConaughey Yeah I think he's a really good actor um, it didn't get stellar reviews Yeah. But you know, whatever. Um, the Purge election year actually, I think, has a great premise, and <laughs> uh, I've always thought that the Purge movies have had a really good premise. Yeah, I think that they've. I, I've only seen the first one. I think that they've kind of failed to deliver on it. Yeah, I think that it feels very timely given the election cycle yes. and the way it's going. Yes, uh, yes. And it's funny because it seems like this movie may have been in development prior to uh, this election cycle. Because yeah, that's the nature. <laughs> that's the nature of the movie business but i feel like when this election cycle started going the way it is going yeah the producers and directors of behind this movie were like oh yes please yeah thank you like we have our marketing totally figured out yeah right yeah uh, like you did all the work for yeah us. we don't even really have to do anything yeah um so i think i think that could be really good um and last but not least, what is your favorite movie of the summer so far? Ooh. Um, I think if I go with gut reaction, I'm probably going to say Captain America. Um, it was just really good. Like, it was really good payoff to everything that all the Marvel movies had, like, built to. I felt like it changed, like, the landscape of, like, where the Marvel movies are going now. It had really great action. So I'm probably going to say that. Um, Probably a close second would be Nice Guys. Um, 
I love Buddy Cop. Um, it was really good. It was just a really solid movie. Um, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling just have amazing chemistry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So probably probably between those two. I think Captain America just kind of ekes it out just a little bit. But what about you, MJ? I think it's the nice guys for me. Mm-hmm. I just really love that movie. I really love that movie a lot. It's so good. Um, with Captain America probably being the close second. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. Uh, there's just something about the nice guys, man. Like every time I think about it, I get happy again. Yeah. Like, I just remember how good it was. Just uh, remember Russell Crowe breaking Ryan Gosling's arm. <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh. Just Russell Crowe freaking rules in that movie. Yeah. Like, fat Russell Crowe forever. Yeah. <laughs> how i feel about that movie um i know i said last but not least but also i thought of another question yes what's been your least favorite movie of the summer so far (laughs) oh man um it's kind of hard because like there's been a lot of movies this summer that i have not enjoyed as you guys have heard from the grades we've been giving these it's probably gonna fall between Independence Day and Warcraft, but I think I'm gonna Warcraft's gonna win it because it feels just like you said, it's just like anti cinema. It's just like I it's it's not even cohesive. It's like nothing nothing is good about that movie. Like I barely remember either of them, but at least like with Independence Day I can like kind of remember the general premise and it like kind of delivered on that i guess you know it's like it followed like the narrative structure even though it like failed or like barely passed warcraft didn't even do that like it's just like narrative structure what's that so yeah uh, and it was the movie like 15 minutes into the film i was just like oh gosh how much longer is this gonna be that's how i felt about warcraft so I mean, it's like I said, and I know you cracked up about it, when it's like, when Warcraft ended, and the logo came up, and it was like the Warcraft font, I was like, well, yeah, this, that's how, this is how this movie should end. It's the freaking Warcraft, like, logo, man. Ugh, what, about, what about you, MJ? Yeah, it's Warcraft. Uh, I can't, I can't, in good conscience, select, at least Independence Day is a movie, man. Yeah. Like, Warcraft yeah. isn't even a movie. Yeah. It's not what a movie is. <laughs> yeah, Warcraft can go away forever. As yeah, far as I'm concerned. Like the more I think about that movie, the more I get angry about it. It's uh. so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> God, uh, screw everything about that movie. Man, it was just terrible. It was terrible. Um, yeah, that's their summer scorecard. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that most of those were more negative than positive. Yep, it's been a real rough summer. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily going to get any better, although I think uh, Star Trek, Born, and Suicide Squad might be a pretty good set of weeks uh, yeah. there, which is probably going to be the strongest weeks of the summer. Yeah, um, we've had we've had some gems. I mean, there was other stuff we didn't talk about. Like, we didn't obviously go see, like, Magic Heist or Alice Through the Looking Glass or some of that other stuff. But, I mean, it's just they would probably be like C's and lower. Yeah. So probably, probably. <laughs> if we're so, being kind. Yeah, definitely. Um, hope you enjoyed this in between show. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back back next week. Uh, like uh, Ghostbusters instead of gangbusters, I guess, yeah. uh, to talk Man, about Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. 
Um, no, you gotta sing the new one. I'm not afraid. Oh, I'm not afraid. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, Ghostbusters head on. Uh, yeah. We're gonna talk all about the controversy. I'm actually crazy excited about it. Yeah, I am um, too. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, uh, Corey, it'll be uh, your last set of episodes. Yeah, so, my last raw. Yeah, um, it should be a good time. And you can find me on Twitter at mjsmith891. And you can find me um, at CanTheHat49. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, BeyondPod if you're an Android user. Everywhere. Yep. Uh, YouTube, the Before yeah. and After Show, we're talking about the BFG this week. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Go see it. Subscribe um, to the channel. Mm-hmm. I, this past weekend, I put up a uh, another Fix That Film. on. Uh, since we're doing like summer blockbusters, I put one up about the Pirates movies. So oh, yeah. if you guys remember those from forever ago yep yes yep uh email the show before and after show at gmail.com uh what else facebook yes find us and like us on facebook yep and oh that real perspective.blogspot.com that r-e-e-l perspective.blogspot.com find all our musings and rants and rambles over there yes and until next time uh go watch something yeah (laughs) independence day no warcraft yeah There we go. Okay. Makana-san. Makana-san.